Now streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to another episode of Now Streaming with your hosts of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm Drew with you. With me as always, handsome Drew Crawford and the one, the only, Kyle Cox. Felt like I got a little SNL there. But yeah, we're coming up on the end of the year and our almighty overlords over at IMDb have decided to let out a best of 2022 list. Have y'all got a chance to look at this? No. Okay. It's some interesting takes. I'm not going to say I agree with them, but once again, they are our overlords, so I don't think I'm allowed to disagree. <laughs> or I, I, I get all of my trivia, which is 90% of our podcast, uh, from IMDb, uh, so I, I fear upsetting them. But I wanted to run through the top 10 movie list of 2022 and just kind of get y'all's take on this. I love right? that so you think through. that 90% of our podcast is your trivia. Okay, that's fair. 90% of what I bring to this podcast would be a better way of saying that. I apologize. Uh, I'd like to take this time. No, I love it. We're going to move on. Uh, The first, uh, number 10, is X, which is a horror movie, I believe, that I did not see. I'm going to guess, Kyle, you did see? I did not want to, so that's a prequel to Pearl, or Pearl is the prequel to X. But they came out with this movie, and while they were making the movie, a scary movie... Mm-hmm. The uh, lead actress and the director were talking. They're like, "Oh, wouldn't this be great to like make her backstory a movie someday?" And they're like, "Well, we just film it now." <laughs> so they filmed it like right after they filmed the original movie and uh, released it in the same year, which yeah. is pretty cool or very close to. That's awesome. Uh, okay, well, I'll put that on my list. Of it's supposed to, to be really good. I haven't seen them though. Okay, well, that's number ten. Number nine is Death on the Nile, which I find interesting. Boo. That can't say- be in the top ten. Can't be yeah, top ten. Number nine, actually. So, um, but we'll move on because I also agree. I don't even think that's the best murder mystery that came out this year. Uh, but number not even close. Yeah. <laughs> number eight was Everything Everywhere All at Once, which that does make sense. Yep. It, incredible, great multiverse movie. Not the only one we got, and not the only one on this list. Uh, coming at number seven is The Gray Man, which I thought also an interesting choice. Yeah, makes sense. I though. liked it, but I'm not sure it was top ten worthy. No. Mm-hmm. It, something about it just coming like it felt like a Netflix movie, not really like a triple A blockbuster movie. And maybe that's on me and not the movie's fault. Maybe that's marketing. I don't know. But I did enjoy it. Number six is The North Man. Uh, I know, Kyle, you've seen that, correct? Nope. Okay. Crawford, I know you've seen that, right? No. Okay, so that's just a Viking fever dream that I don't think either of you should sit through. Um, but I'm glad Alexander Skarsgård got to make his movie. And another Anya Taylor-Joy, which I'm sure she'll pop up sooner or later on this list again. Number five, we get our first Marvel movie with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And that makes sense. Fair. Arguably, yeah. it should be higher. Uh, number four gets us Top Gun Maverick. No. Uh, yeah, Tom oh, Cruise. Yeah. Oh, that's up no. there. That's up there God, for sure. No. That's not a good movie. It's a it's great movie. Not top 10. Uh, oh, it's not great. It's surely not great. I, it's assuredly not great. I talked to somebody okay. recently who <laughs> did not see the original and then just saw Top Gun Maverick. And their what? one complaint was they're like, I don't know. I was kind of confused for the first hour. And I was like, well, did you see the first one? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, that's it. It's entirely. Based on the first one, he's like, but like after the the first hour, you know, when it was a new story and all the fighter jets, it was awesome. As soon as it turned into Star Wars, I really... Yeah, I was like, what is wrong with you? Anyway. Uh, I think I can fix it. I'll tell you what you're doing wrong there. 
number three, we have Thor: Love and Thunder. No, that's no the one I was way. expecting the most pushback on. No I still way. have more pushback on Top Gun: Maverick. But really? That's insane. Okay, all right. That's insane. That movie was just above average. <laughs> I'll give you that. It was very. I don't know. I I liked it. I'm with Kyle. I think I'm I'm falling more as time goes by of like, eh, I liked it. It wasn't I wanted it to be groundbreaking and revolutionary, but I just kinda liked it. Number three movie of the year? I don't know. IMDB? No. Uh proceed with caution. Uh number two, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um Retweet. Uh, yeah. That's a good. A Marvel horror movie. And then number one, I'm gonna let y'all guess. I'll give you one guess each. Uh, what you think, number one, based on the list you've gotten so far, what so, I'm looking at well, my list. Well, I know for sure it's not see how they run. So, okay. Well, I don't know why you have to hurt me. <laughs> I'm show you nothing but love. So my list has got the Adam Project up top, which uh-huh. I'm guessing is not uh-huh. going to be on this list. I'm going to go uh, Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Okay, I like it. Crawford, what do you think? I will go with Adam Project. I'll take Kyle's oh, guess. Oh, nice. Bold. The correct answer was, in fact, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe really? Kravitz, Colin Farrell, uh, which is what IMDb says is the stars. I feel like there's a few other ones they're leaving out there. Time out. Is this like IMDb's official posting, or is this just like somebody on the internet put a top ten list together on IMDb? No, this is like an IMDb sponsored by, oh, is it sponsored by Disney Plus? That can't be right. No, but this is an IMDb best of 2022. Like, it has a whole page devoted to this. And there's, like, TV shows as well and other things. Best photos, best posters. So somebody went all out on this. I just want to take your... I, I read through that. I was like, I get why these movies, you know, are in the running. I don't know if I would put all of them on the top 10. I don't know if I would put some of them in the top 25. We have four comic book movies... Let's see here. We've got two multiverse movies. We've got one Viking fever dream. Uh, we have a straight to Netflix Mission Impossible knockoff and a murder <laughs> mystery that I wouldn't classify as the best murder mystery of 2022. Dude, this is crazy. I was for sure you just found some really weird person's list, but no, this is IMDb sponsored. This yeah. is terrible. <laughs> Who put this list together? Have them call me. Have them, have them come see me. We'll set up a meeting. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, I already have, I've ranked all the movies I've watched this year. I think to the for the end of the year, before we get to the uh, not the Oscars you deserve in early 2023, I think we need to go through our best movies, our favorite movies, throw up our top 10. Well, thank you, IMDb. I can tell that you tried your hardest. I disagree almost at every turn, but I appreciate all of the fine work you do for the my cinematic experience. How is Bullet Train not even on there? That's so crazy. That's know, insane. Right? How is RRR not on there? That's insanity. <laughs> I, I do want to know the criteria. Like, is it just money? Is it just what one intern thought? Like, it can't be know. fan votes because no one liked Thor Love and Thunder enough to... Right. It was rated very poorly by the fans. Right. So, I, I need some can't. explanation. Uh, I'm mad. You got me all fired <laughs> up and we're three minutes into this episode. I'm pissed off now. Good. Good. That's well, the Kyle? energy I'm looking for. Do you want to angrily explain what you've watched this week? Yeah, Moana, another 600 flipping times. <laughs> um, no, actually, my daughter's on a Tangled now, which is way worse than Moana. So I wish really? she would go back to Moana. Uh, I've watched two new things this week. The first being 1899, which is a thriller show yeah. on Netflix. It is Lost on a Boat, 
Um, but it's <laughs> it's uh, really good. I'm actually really enjoying it. Something that you should know before starting 1899 is you need to choose the English subtitles and not the English dubbing version. Because okay. the whole point is there are people from all over the world on this boat and they can't understand each other. You've got German speakers, French speakers, Spanish speakers, Japanese speakers, English speakers. So if you watch it with English dubbing like I did for the first episode, none of it makes sense because they're all really, like, they should be understanding each other. Right. And I flipped it on the subtitles like, oh, I see what's going on now. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) So very, very confusing. But once I figured out that they weren't understanding each other, it became less confusing. But then the story became more confusing. So... I don't know. I think I'm six episodes into this eight-episode first season. It's good. It's fun. There's no polar bears or smoke monsters yet, <laughs> but I do think that's where we're headed. This is by the same group that did uh, Dark, right? Dark. Yeah. yeah. And that had a three-season arc that was very well planned out, and they were like, we're only doing three seasons. Go home. And Very cool. And I, I, heard, I heard some really good things about that show as well. I haven't watched it. Uh, but I have a lot of coworkers that love it and rave about it. So I think that I hopefully 1899 does the same thing where they have a very well thought out story and execute it instead of doing what Lost did, which was like, people love it. So we're going to do another season. More mysteries, more mysteries. Turns out they were dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a that would be interesting. I've never I, I started dark. I did not finish dark. So uh, so mm. I'd like to go back. And maybe do that after I finish 1899. But so far, so good. Really enjoying it. Not really anybody you would know famous-wise that would be in it, that I can tell at least. Um, And then I watched, due to Crawford's recommendation, I watched Inside Man on Netflix, a four-part miniseries. Um, It is like Sherlock meets Making a Murderer. And I really enjoyed it. Stanley Tucci was awesome. David Tennant is so good. Yeah. And the girl who looks like Michael Scott's wife from The Office hated her so much. Can we agree that she's the villain of this show? Uh, it's 100% I mean, she's the bad guy. 100%. It is a really ridiculous premise. And so many things had to go wrong. I don't want to say right, but it's, they really had to go wrong for all of these things to fall in place. But she's the worst. I mean, she's like defending her life and like what she thinks is right. Was that before or after Denzel Washington confronts Clive Owen? In <laughs> yeah, the it's it's a it's actually it's a quote that okay, we've okay, talked okay, about yeah. in the last episode. <laughs> Man, this ain't Our no bank tell. robbery. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a it's a really good watch. Uh, the Tooch is great. And love, I, love did you tooch. watch the end credit scene? Yeah. And you still don't think she's the bad guy? That's crazy to me. Okay, well. The end credit scene maybe sets up a season two. Maybe it's just done. I don't know. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I really, really liked it. And anything that Stephen Moffat, I think is his name, anything he does is usually really good. Um, he's always got his hands in, in some good stuff, usually for the BBC. So um, you didn't like that? You didn't like the way phrasing. I said that? <laughs> Can we bring back phrasing? <laughs> you know what? I feel good about it. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a fan of most things that BBC does on a, a short series basis. I think they do a good job of saying, here's three mini-movies or four mini-movies back-to-back-to-back to back to back that tell a really compelling 
story, and they usually get a couple of great actors to just totally chew up those scenes. And but I, I really like Dude, him. David Tennant's so good. Yeah. I want to see everything he's ever done. <laughs> he's that good. Tucci is normally more of like a, a, a side character. Um, and David Tennant's usually more of like a star. Ooh, I gotta watch a lot of doc- seasons of Doctor Who. Let's yeah, that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. never mind. I no longer want to see everything he's done. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see all the movies and short uh, series he's done. I don't know if I'm in for 58 seasons of Doctor Who. No, uh, no, but no. That's they all get really good at season 34. It's really oh, hit the really where it hits the stride. Drew Allen, what have you been watching, man? Uh, yeah, I haven't got a lot. I've got. I know this is going to upset our infallible gatekeeper of Christmas movies, but for the holidays, me and my wife have started rewatching the Harry Potter, Harry Potter series, the Harry Potter. What series. kind of spinoff is that? Is that like for kids about the bad like, kind? Is that how they train them to to <laughs> the bad kind? It's how my mom taught me to use the restroom. Good, at yeah. The ripe old age of 17 um no the we started watching the harry potter series which i know is not a christmas series but a lot of the events do take place in the winter time at least uh and then also the first movie does center around a christmas tree at one point so i i would put it in at least the first one sorcerer's stone in the christmas adjacent category Um, happy christmas ron (laughs) happy christmas hermione did Daniel Radcliffe run through your corner, Kyle? I've got oh, he's out so fast. I've got presents. <laughs> Golden snitch. I know things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I I've enjoyed rewatching them. They're all Why do they say up. happy Christmas? That makes no sense. That's what that's what they say in English. Get that's what happens when we record at two Ugh. in the morning. Uh, oh, Crawford, I meant to ask you, do you think Stanley Tucci just couldn't do a British accent? So they put him in America, or do you think they like separated them on continents just like for story purposes? Because everybody else is British other than Stanley Tucci yeah. and the prison guard. <laughs> no, I think it's I think the Tucci's multi-talented. I think that he could do whatever accent he wanted. I think Yeah, that was confusing to me. I mean he just put him in England. Yeah. <laughs> like seven plot holes filled right there. <laughs> maybe maybe Ben Kingsley was unavailable, so they were like, I don't know, let's get the American version. <laughs> I'm sorry, Drew, I stepped on your hairy uh, Potter Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas, Drew. No, it's fine. I don't care. Uh, but no, I mean, we're just rewatching it. It's always a good time. I don't know if what's next in the Harry Potterverse uh, universe. I know there's a new ride at Disney World, um, but there's not really much to talk about on the front of now streaming. But they're on HBO Max for freezies if you have a subscription, so not really free. Go and watch and support <laughs> them. J.K. Rowling needs the money, I think. Crawford, is there anything <laughs> that... You have been watching this week. Uh, I've been watching a lot of the World Cup. Been streaming that. Um, that's been happening at our office. Basically, everybody has a computer and then also has like a little side screen. And we pretend to type one email for an hour as we watch the World Cup. And we all like gather around a desk. And it's very fun. Um, America's out of it, but it's still fun to watch. It's, I, I love what? watching the nationalistic pride. And I watch. I love watching grown men like cheer their heads off and then also weep simultaneously i think it's hilarious how into it everybody gets uh it's it's just very very fun um also in the world of sports this last week i watched the army navy game which was the only college football game on and if you've never watched that before it's very fun um even if you're not that into football you don't have to watch the game you should watch everything around it it's the fastest game in the history of college oh yeah every year 
Huh, Every huh, year it's huh. the fastest game you'll watch because it's just triple option. We're going to run the ball 100 times and get out of here. Yeah. So there's a lot of pageantry around it, a lot of traditions. You have to get to the game like four hours early just to watch yeah. all of the, you know, they're trading the prisoners, like the people that were studying at Army uh, and at Navy, they like trade for the game. And basically the military academies make you go if you're a student. You have to get like medically cleared to not attend. And basically you have to be dying. Otherwise, they say, like, yeah. you go to this game. And uh, this year was actually the first time in the history of this game. I think they've been playing for, like, 122 times or something like that. This is the first time they ever went to overtime. Oh, wow. really? Which seems amazing to me. But it was a yeah. very – if you're into football, it was a very fun, riveting game. Twists and turns and fumbles and a big pass attempts, which was crazy. Yeah, they threw the ball. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? <laughs> I've never seen a ball go through the air. A penalty. Two penalties. Yeah. <laughs> the other coach is going, hey, can they do that? They're not allowed hey, to do that. that. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't throw a football. I I, I see the bait. I'm not going to take it. Um, <laughs> uh, also, on other streaming platforms that aren't just sports. Hey, sorry, go ahead. Real quick. Hey, did I put you up to that? Mentioning the Army-Navy game? No. Had we talked about this beforehand? No. Great. Quick shout out to Coach Camp. Coach Camp, you heard it right here. I didn't say anything. Coach Camp is a coach for the uh, Army Black Knight or oh. the Knights now. What are they now? The Black and He's a listener yeah. of the podcast. Oh, so uh, there fine. you go. Congrats, Coach Camp, I, on the big win. When you started asking that, I was like, what's happening? What did I do? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. No, I just wanted to be known. I did not force that into this into this episode. Well, go Army, beat Navy. Um, when the other things I've been watching have been. Um, Less sports related. Well, actually, I take that back. The first one is still sports related. I finally finished Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu. Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, you knew what was coming when they were building up to the last episode, and it wasn't the f- the final game of the season. And you're like, all right, well. Yeah. But it was still a very fun story. I think that Rob and Ryan did a great job with the storytelling of it. Uh, it was very fun. Parts of it. Are, I mean, the whole thing is very, like, self-promoting, obviously, because they own this team, so it behooves them to have everybody else love this team. they got to pay for that new pitch somehow. they yeah. got to pay for it somehow. So I get it, but it was also very fun uh, to get involved in that culture, that town, and learn about a tiny minor league football team that I had no idea what they were doing or what they were about, and now I'm very much into it. So, uh Highly recommend Welcome to Wrexham, even if you're just a casual fan of Ryan Reynolds or Rob McElhaney or football. I promise you'll fall in love with all three. And then (laughs) finally, I watched the first episode of Tulsa King on Paramount+. Plus. No. Why? That's got to be terrible, right? I liked it. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, like Sylvester Stallone, just go away. Can <laughs> go away. I'll make report your one back later. I'll report back later yeah. after I've had more time to you know, really finish it out. But so far, okay. I'll bite. I'll, I'll keep watching. I like Sylvester Stallone's mm. character. I don't know that it's going to be good overall, but the first episode was interesting, and I had a good time. So I'll at least watch episode two. More to come on Tulsa hmm. King in the future. And finally, it's time for Crawford's Corner. Crawford's Corner. 
Before we get too far into this week's episode of Crawford's Corner, I want it to be known that this is going to require input from my co-hosts because we are talking about the new Spider-Verse trailer that has just dropped. And it is very, very good. But I know that you guys also love the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse universe. I don't know. So I figured we all had some input. I thought that the trailer was great. I was very excited to see Spider-Man 2099 there. He's the bad guy, so that's interesting. Uh, I mean, he's kind of an anti-hero anyway, but now he's like straight up the bad guy. Can you educate me real quick? I The only time I've ever seen Spider-Man 2099 was in the end credit scene of the first Spider-Verse movie. Oh, really? So, Am I missing out on something here? Because I've never seen him in a comic well, or a game or anything. Well, you've not been playing the right games. I'm probably going to get some more comments from Dale Cox, but you should play more Marvel Puzzle Quest, where oh, he's, no. <laughs> he's an integral part of a couple of the storylines. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, a when, the, when he showed up at the end and Oscar Isaac was voicing him, I was like, all right, this kid's probably important. But he uh, can. Now, I'm not saying any of this is absolutely right because I'm only 50% sure of it. So, I don't know. If you actually listen to this podcast later on and want to correct me, great. If I hear no other corrections, I'm I'm right. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Spider-Man 2099 comes from a universe, obviously, in 2099, where Doctor Doom is, like, running the world now. And oh. So, it's like a dystopian future. And... Mm-hmm. He is, this is the Spider-Man of that time, uh, but he is like really jaded and broken and is very much kind of like a an anti-hero um, renegade, like doing a lot of bad things, but like for the greater good type thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you get that vibe from this trailer as he's apparently chasing Miles Morales through the Spider-Verse and trying to kill him. I'm very excited. Phil Lord and Chris Miller have never missed, <laughs> except for when they got fired from Solo halfway through. Other than that, they've never missed. So, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Uh, Six the animation maybe is is the key there. Because when they do that, uh, it's it's gold. True, it's absolutely yeah. gold. Uh, Drew, did you see the trailer? Did you have any thoughts? Yeah, and I, I mean, y'all hit on all the main stuff. I, I don't want to spoil, like, I don't want the movie spoiled for me, so I'm trying really hard not to, like, do any research for this movie. Um, but I love the animation, like, the movie, the first movie, the animation style was so new, so different, so fun. And I love that they're kind of going that same route, but still trying to ramp it up. Um, I saw somewhere that they're trying to do a different animation style for each universe. Oh, that's um, cool. So that seems like it would be like a very difficult thing to pull off, but I would trust no one more to do it than the people who absolutely crushed the first Spider-Verse. Yeah, I'm hoping in this movie we get more of what I was hoping we get in Doctor Strange, which was different universes and weird stuff in different universes. Um, so I'm so excited. I love I love Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm so happy to have more Spider-Man. I, I love more. Give me more Spider-Man. Um, I need more pictures of Spider-Man. And I think that... Wow. <laughs> I love that Gwen Stacy's back. I love that there's going to be room for one million more Spider-Men to show up. And, you know, you see all that one zoom out where they're just in all the different costumes and all the different universes. So 
Uh, I hope we get more gags like Spider Ham and and Spider Noir and and new iterations of things like that. I think it'll be hilarious. The soundtrack still sounds amazing, so that'll be cool. So, all in all, I think it's going to give us all the things that we loved out of the first one, and hopefully a few new twists. I have high hopes for it. I think I'll enjoy it. I'm not sure it'll be as good as the first one. I think the first one was really revolutionary for me and what they were doing. It's They set a really high bar to try to top, so interested to see what happens. But I will definitely be watching it in the new Spider-Verse. And this has been Crawford's Corner. Crawford's Corner. Thanks for listening to this episode of Now Streaming. We are not the podcast you deserve. Make sure to stick around for the next episode with the Christmas season as we're talking about if Home Alone and Die Hard might secretly be the same movie. Thanks for listening.